Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. I really, really, really enjoyed that conversation with Sonny Schindler. So we're so lucky to have people like him to call on. And uh, the way we have it set up, he calls me when he's available, unfortunately. That's the way it is in the charter boat uh, business. But we get a sense of, you know, what's life like for a charter boat captain? What are the kind of focuses uh, that he's focused on? In this case, you know, the youth and youth records. That's so cool that he's focused on that. And he's just a, he's just a good fisherman. It's good to have uh, the opportunity to visit with someone like Sonny. So now let's shift gears. We're going to move over to my friends. Uh, Kennedy Miazza and Shorty Sneed, they have an exciting play that they're involved in. We'll talk a little bit about that, and we'll just kind of get up to date on what they've been up to these days. Good morning, Kennedy and Shorty. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Well, first, let's do this. Um, Kennedy, what's it feel like? Because, you know, you and I didn't talk. We talked not long ago. And uh, we talked about what it was like to run your business, uh, Miyaza Gifts, in, in, the, in the COVID moment. What's it feel like to sort of, sort of come out of the pandemic and feel life start to kind of come back again? Oh, it is so exciting. I mean, I really can't begin to to say how wonderful it is to be up on stage, have people come to the shows, people that have supported Center Stage, you know, for years, that are so excited to see us back, then to be on stage with somebody like Shorty Sneed. Um, of course. Of course. <laughs> it, is, it, is just, um, it is just beyond satisfying, really. I, I know it has to be. Hey, what's, what's it feel like for you, Shorty? Well, no, it is a real pleasure. You know, we, first, we were in rehearsal uh, in uh, December of 19, actually. So we just started. We met right around December to just go over everything. We were going to start rehearsal in essence in January, which we did. And the set was being constructed. And we were set to perform in March of 2020. And so we actually uh, made the decision in 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 February that, that we just couldn't do it with everything going on. So it's very exciting to know that we can now uh, put this deal on and put it together. And we've been performing. We've done four shows and got five to go. And we're excited about performing. Hey, so uh, we're going to talk more about the play in just a second, but tell them which play we're talking about and and uh, so they can have a better understanding of what, what, what it is. This is Last of the Red Hot Lovers by Neil Simon. You know, Kennedy spent some time in New York studying and working and so she I don't know if it was this this was done in about 60 something oh, yeah this you, was before your time it was yeah. before my time <laughs> but nonetheless as we all know Neil Simon is just one of the great comedic playwrights I mean this show truly has the best one-liners I mean it makes me cry I crack up every yeah. night really yeah there are a lot of innuendos as they are often in a Neil Simon play and, and quite frankly not to put a damper on there's some heavy moments but the you know he's got that in most every one of his plays. True. Have have he, he and then with all due respects, there it's very uh, if we can say that not get canceled. Where it's very New York Jewish. I mean, he wrote it that way, and there's several of the lines. I mean, one of my lines is, you know, uh, may I never live to see my oldest daughter married. I mean, you know, that's just the way it's one of those old uh, Alan Arkin and uh, Alan King type uh, comedians do, and so it's a lot of. Uh, a lot of good innuendos and one-liners, but some very serious yet mostly comic uh, purposes. Yeah. Well, you know, I've had the opportunity to have Coastview sessions with both of you, and 
um, you, you know, it's it's this acting has always been part of what you are all about. And in some respects, it may be that, you know, I've said this, Kennedy, about about Shorty before, that he still he still may be discovered. And frankly, about you, I may say you you may still be discovered. We, we wouldn't it be interesting to see you two on the big screen. But Kennedy uh, working, <laughs> working with Shorty, he's he's just a rare talent, isn't he? He is. And when I tell you the audiences eat him up with a spoon, that is putting it mildly. Please, no, please, it's the truth. Please, he does please, a, please, please. He does he does some comic business out there and it's funny. We're I'm backstage, you know, with the stage manager and he's in another scene and you the audience is just losing it and laughing and we're like it is not the lines. It is Shorty's business. I mean, he just really has a way on stage that just brings them in. They love him. He is a Jeez. treasure. <laughs> what, what do I have to say about you? What? Nothing. <laughs> hey, hey, actually, I want you. What? I, but see, when you, when you, Shorty, when you have the opportunity to act with someone like Kennedy, it brings out the best in you, doesn't it? It does. It's it's like playing tennis or, or golf or playing sports where you try to perform uh, individually when your your opponent, so to speak, or in this case your collaborator, helps you uh, forces you to be better. I, I, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And Kennedy's you know formally trained. I'm I'm just a pickup comedian. She's uh, went to school and studied all this stuff and and worked in New York and she's very very good. And to describe uh, her part in this play. Uh, I, I've told other people, if you think of Mrs. Robinson, think of Anne Bancroft in The Graduate. Uh, she, Kennedy is playing Mrs. Robinson to an extent, although I'm not uh, the the young, un, unaware ingenue. I'm a 57-year-old unaware ingenue. Kennedy, in your case, you did spend time in New York, and you, theatrical... Uh, performances have always been part of what you do. You've actually done one-woman plays before, so it, it you know it, it would be interesting to hear what's the contrast between the pressure on you to do a one-woman play, and then the opportunity you have to mix with other talent on the stage. Well, this is going to sound crazy to someone who isn't used to being on the stage, but the one-woman show is easier. Um, <clears throat> the nice thing about the the one-woman play is. You're just relying on yourself. I can practice alone, you know, when I'm walking, when I'm doing whatever. The Neil Simon, what is so tricky about Neil Simon is it is just a lot of one-liners yes. and and it is and unusual words yes, that you don't use in everyday conversation. That don't that that are they don't necessarily flow together until you start saying them and you're like, oh that works, that works. But no, it has been it has been a lot of work. We have put in unbelievable time on getting this show ready and it's paid off because it's been going great yeah well unbelievable lines i bet it's because you don't get the opportunity if you're missing a line to ad lib and keep the flow going there's a lot of pressure on knowing the lines isn't there <laughs> I can answer that. <laughs> it's Kennedy to know what that pressure is because she knows hers. I, uh, he knows his. Uh, the, and the, the one thing, the, the interesting parallel about this uh, play, Ricky, is that within this three-act play in which there are a lot of lines and interaction among all the characters, or he, there's one one person. I'm on. I'm in all three acts, and there's a different. I have a different paramour or potential suitor in all three acts. In each act, each one's different. But 
within, especially in our in the first act, she has a very two very long monologue soliloquy type things, and I have one, and so it's, it's so you have the it's almost like having a one person play during that six minutes. Well, and and as Shorty was saying earlier, you know, as funny as the play is, it does have some very soulful, serious moments, and one of those is Shorty's yeah, uh, monologue in marriage. in the first scene, and I mean it's like a four page speech and it, he does a beautiful job with it and well, i think you, i think that um it makes everybody stop and think about life i mean this is a guy who's having a midlife crisis and he doesn't know what quite to do about yes. it he's you know? 57 years old and he's never kissed another woman but he wants wow. to <laughs> so, so uh, bad so if you think of it last of the red hot lovers at center stage you know it's really kind of the perfect play to come out of the pandemic with, isn't it? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the interaction, the interaction with the audience, the audience has to be incredibly engaged the whole play. You feel that. How, how does that feel, Kennedy, to have everyone so focused on every word? Well, I mean, that's always rewarding. You want yeah. people to pay attention and listen. And I, I do think the audiences, um, you know, I love to think that it's due to the fact that we're doing Last of the Red Hot Lovers, but they are so starved to go out, go to the theater, see something, be part of civilization mm. again. I mean, we've all been living in a plastic bubble for a year. A pin-up demand, yeah. So um, they seem so appreciative. And um, in fact, now Wednesday night, tomorrow night, we're doing a, um, the production is COVID friendly. You know, I mean, we've been, of course, sanitizing and being being very uh, careful with everything on all the shows, but this Wednesday night is special. We've sold out, in fact, because we, we're not going to sell out the whole house. But I think we still have tickets for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So um, if people are starved for some good theater, come on and see us. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, a lot of laughter. Yeah, it is. I would encourage you, you know, people who are listening to this, who, who you know, if you've never really had an experience with uh, the the uh, uh, play community, the little theater community here in coastal Mississippi. This one's a really good one to be involved in. Um, and you get the opportunity to see some of the best actors on the coast and really entertaining. I, one of the things I told Ann, my wife, I, said, I can't wait to get go back to a movie. I, I, have, I miss going to a movie, right. you know, and just experiencing that. But in a lot of ways, going to the little theater for a play like you guys are in and with the stars that you are, uh, it's the same kind of experience. It's this incredible opportunity to be engaged. Yes. Can I Kennedy? say one more thing sure. really quickly? Yeah. Um, what is also exciting is one of the girls in this show, Grace Likerworth, this is her first play and she is unbelievable yeah. in it. And then Carolyn Martin, who is a veteran to the Coast the Theater scene, has is just wonderful in the third act. But it is it is so exciting to see this young girl who's never been in a show before really do beautiful hey, let's actually yeah. we'll do that we'll come back we have a we have the final segment together when we come back we'll talk about the rest of the cast and Great. why you feel so moved by them we'll we'll, we'll continue our conversation with uh, kennedy miazza and uh, shorty sneed talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live this is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Last of the red hot lovers at center stage. I have uh, 
Kennedy Miaza and uh, Shorty Sneed. I had to pronounce her name correctly. As usual, Kyle Curley, the producer of Coast You, <laughs> sends me a text and says, you keep saying Miaza and it's Miaza. And, uh, you know, you got to get that right. So, out, you know, Kyle to the rescue once again. It's interesting, though, Kennedy. I, I literally, throughout my life of knowing the name Miaza Gifts, Martin Miaza Gifts, I've always said Miaza. I've never said no. Miaza. The, the truth is, it should be Miazza. That is correct. Miazza, Miazza. But the Southern drawl has destroyed it and turned it into Miazza. So, oh, so, so pronounce it for me, uh, Shorty. Miazza. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Maya. So, hey, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to short shrift your your supporting cast. So, uh, Kennedy, give us a quick review of who's involved in the play. Okay. Well, um, Grace Likerworth uh, is playing the second girl, the young, Bobby adorable ingenue, mm -hmm. Bobby Michelle. And, you know, Grace is a dancer. Well, she is a nurse practitioner now, but she, um, she was... Clara and the Nutcracker. She is used to being in front of audiences, but this is her first time to speak in front of an audience. And it has been really a mind blower how fantastic the audience really cannot believe. It's a cute act that she's in, and she just does a delightful job. Delightful. I'm so proud of her. She's unbelievable. Cute to look at. Yeah. Sounds great. Good all the way around. And then the third scene. Every 57 year old or 75 year old <laughs> ought to have a 27 year old like that to look at and play with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my wife will be out of town tomorrow. Hear good, good for you, Shorty. Good for you. Um, and then the, the third actress, the third scene, her name is Carolyn Martin, and she has done some other things at Center Stage and, um, and on the and director coast. and everything else. Yes. yes. She's, uh, Ocean Springs native. Outstanding. And fabulous. Just and, does And a I've got to tell the truth. I, I learned the first two acts pretty well, but I had a, had a hard time grasping some of the tough things in, line, in Act 3, and I've told her on several occasions that I thanked her and apologized to her for having to be on stage with me uh, for the rehearsals because I was not so hot. But anyway, she's fantastic. He's done a great job. Yeah. But she's but she's been wonderful. It's it's three very different, interesting, thought provoking, funny scenes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Steve first, Azar. First, yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead. Shorty. Oh, yeah, the first act point. is the first act is I'm a, I'm a restaurateur. In New York, with, uh, with having been married to the same woman, seriously, never, according to Neil Simon, never kissed another woman for 33 years. And I'm looking to just see what it's like to explore something different. So she's a customer, Kennedy's a customer in my restaurant, and I we agree to meet. And she's Ann Bancroft looking for a, a hot chick, looking for a hot deal and, and lay it <laughs> down, get it done, over with. And leave. The yeah. second act is the young Broadway ingenue wannabe nightclub singer who's just spacey, space cadet. And the third act is the wife of one of my of my wife's best friends and we're dinner couple friends together and she's mad because her husband's had an affair so she's going to get back at him and she wants to have an affair with me then she gets here and she chickens out and it's all the <laughs> analysis of all that so that's the three things in a summary yeah, yeah. Hey, what I was going to mention is that Steve Azar, the music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi, has written like a thousand sh uh, songs. He's uh, got a show on Super Talk called In a Mississippi Minute. But he often says it's interesting when he talks to other songwriters and artists, you know, famous, uh, you know, musicians. Uh, what he what he uh, what he says is they often in the concert forget their words and they talk about, you know, 
do they hum them or do they just make it up as they go? And sometimes they make it up as they go and the words they made up are actually better than the original songs that they did. <laughs> the only problem is they can't remember. Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'll cover myself with that. I think one of the probably one of the keys to successful little theater actually is the ability to sort of turn on the dime when you have those moments. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Yes, Kennedy, yeah. if you had those, well, Kennedy, you, I heard you say this about Kennedy. She doesn't forget her words. She knows her stuff. No, don't jinx no. me. It could happen. It could happen. You can have an out-of-body experience yeah. on the set. I had one actually. Uh, it may have been Next opening night. night. Second night. I think. Second night. And it was just, I, we didn't mess up, but I must admit I put it on automatic pilot. Yeah. I was in my mind thinking, oh, my God, we've, we've we, moved ahead five pages. Because you rehearsed it so much, you're not, and you, all of a sudden you're doing it again, you think, my goodness, have we done this before already? And that's what song I think singers do, because I did it one night singing a joke song. You, Well, actually, I did it in Cat on a Hot Ten. I mean, in um, the best little whorehouse in Texas, the governor's deal. And the reason I think singers do that is that you sing the song. How many times did Willie Nelson sung Stardust or whatever, you know, a right. thousand times you go 800 places and what, have I, which have I done this first before? Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so let's get to the critical. Yeah, let's get some of the critical elements of the play. So center stage is located where? Rue Palafox, um, right behind the mall. Just sort. north of Edgewater Mall, yeah. between the yeah. railroad tracks and Pass Road on the so east give side. Us the, uh, give us the hour. dates and times for the available shows through the end of the week. Okay, well, tomorrow, the 23rd, which is tomorrow, through the 27th. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the show is at 7.30. And then on Sunday, there's a 2 o'clock matinee. Good, good. And then after that, you guys take a sigh of relief and part of you says, oh, I can't believe I don't have another opportunity to do this. And the other side of you is going, thank God we thank made it through this alive. You're right. Yes, you're right. Yes. And listen, before we, I want to say one thing, uh, don't forget that the, the set, if, if you don't even care about Kennedy and Shorty, come <laughs> see the set. For the center. You know, I always say, every time I go to center stage, I say, and I think I've said this on the air before. It's, it's every set I think is the best one I've ever seen. Well, this yeah. one truly is. And it's usually when you rehearse, you're building the set along the way. This time we had a year and a half to build the set, so it was complete when we started rehearsing. Yeah. And it is stupendous. It look it's it's my mother's apartment in New York, and it was done by Tim Baker, who is Kennedy's uh, friend, and Chuck White is our resident director for the last seventy or since 75, almost said 75 years, but uh, it's just, they're exquisite. And this thing, the, the detail that we go to in this thing, all geared this, by people like Tim and Chuck, make this thing well, the work. The set is amazing. It yeah. really, you can't believe that the bathroom isn't isn't real tile. It's painted <laughs> tile, but my God, it looks real. It's so real that I went to dump some water out one day and I dumped it in the sink and Chuck said, you didn't put it in the sink. And I said, yeah, oh my God, it's not hey, hey, we're, we're almost out of time, but really for our Facebook and our YouTube audience, they can see by behind you i can see sort of the 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 depth and the 3d aspect of it and it seems so real i mean really i mean if you didn't see the top part you know obviously that it's a set you would you would swear that you're sitting in an apartment now and that you you know you could have people over for dinner i mean it's incredible the secret is it's sturdy enough to do that chuck white always builds sets that are like you might as well say they're building a house you get somebody come appraise you could finance it i believe they're amazing set 
as uh, as fans of both Kennedy and, and Shorty, I can say that uh, I hope people will say, you know what, I'm gonna go get me a little breath of fresh air and go watch the the last of the Red Hot Lovers at Center Stage, and get to see this incredible cast in action and enjoy a moment sort of away from, you know, the, the toll of life. You know, get take a break. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure, and uh, we hope you know. Good luck through the end of the week, Shorty. Hope good yes. luck with fines. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> he doesn't need <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll see you later, and have a great day. All Thank right. you. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.